This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Walterside Powertrain Group, a global industry leader for highly engineered, mission-critical powertrain systems and complete in-service support for the world's leading off-highway and industrial equipment manufacturers. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. The possibility of 3D printing replacement parts for ag equipment has been talked about over the last several years. Now CNH Industrial is ready to make it a reality. The company's taken significant steps in the implementation of additive manufacturing technology by producing its first 3D printed parts. 3D printing is the process by which components are created from a digital file to build layers of material under computer control. Once printed, each part undergoes stringent testing to ensure it meets CNH Industrial's requirements and specifications. Paolo Pampole, Director of Parts Lifecycle and Purchasing for CNH Industrial, says embracing 3D printed parts benefits CNH, its dealers, and their farm customers. Pampole says while he doesn't foresee dealers 3D printing parts in-house, he does say the technology will still improve the time it takes dealers to get parts. What could be an opportunity for the dealers and ultimately for the end users too is that we can provide the parts for the life cycle of the machine in a very short time and a cost that is going down more and more. If you follow the cost trend of the parts, it's going down. So instead, if you think from an industrial point of view, if you want to produce a plastic parts that is 30 years old, then you have to set up the tool, you have some added cost on top of the parts itself that making probably the business case or the value proposition not really possible for anybody. Instead, with the 3D printing, the way I see it today is that you always have the parts available, one piece in five days to 10 days for any customer that needs the parts outside. CNH says initially parts would be plastic, but additional testing is being done so that metal parts would be possible down the road. This week's dealers on the move include Torgerson's, Four Rivers Equipment, and Everglades Equipment. Montana-based Case IH and New Holland dealer Torgerson's has acquired New Holland of Belgrade and Belgrade, Montana, moving the dealership up to nine locations in the state. For Rivers Equipment, a John Deere dealer announced it will be opening a new service location in Albany County, Wyoming this month. This is the dealership's second Wyoming location and brings its total location number up to 16. Florida-based John Deere dealer Everglades Equipment opened a new store in Brooksville, Florida. This was the dealer's third new location this year and 17th overall. Now here's Jack Zemlicka with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. The types of ag technology that manufacturers are developing, dealers are selling, and farmers are adopting is changing. A combination of factors are contributing to the evolution, including market instability, commercial momentum for increased machine automation, and more connectivity with technology. So how will the priorities of today shape the innovations of the future? I had the opportunity to chat with Stephen Fisher, Executive Director and Senior Analyst with UBS Investment Research, who is researching current and future trends in the precision farming business. One area we touched on was how other industries are influencing ag technology and why consolidation will likely continue among tech developers, particularly as companies try to establish themselves on the ag data side. I think there's probably likely a a big round of consolidation of some of these technology companies. And part of what I 
been thinking is if they're not, and some of these companies will just continue to pursue their own paths, you know, that could end up being disruptive to some of the major OEMs. So they need to have a skill set for legacy companies in figuring out where are the right companies to put your money, how to do beat out the competition to get those, those technologies and, and when is the right time to do it. Fisher adds that different data analytics providers and connectivity-related companies are trying to figure out exactly where they fit in and how they differentiate themselves to be a sustainable player in what is still a narrow slice of the overall egg business. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Jack. Titan Machinery posted full-year revenues of $1.26 billion, which was a 5.8% year-over-year improvement, representing increased revenues across all three operating segments, North American Agriculture, North American Construction, and International. Adjusted pre-tax profits were $19.3 million, a $21.5 million improvement compared to the previous full fiscal year. Segment sales for the full year included Agriculture up by 5.4%, Construction up 2.8%, and International up 11.4%. Overall, equipment sales increased 7.6%, part sales grew by 3.7%, but service declined by 2.2%, and rental and other fell by 2%. Ag equipment sales during the full fiscal year increased to $727 million versus $690 million in the previous fiscal year. In the fourth quarter, ag equipment sales increased to $223.3 million compared to $204.5 million for the same period in the previous year, up 9.2%. Titan Machinery said it's looking for flat sales revenue for ag equipment in its 2020 fiscal year. The dealership group sees construction and equipment sales up 0-5% and international revenues up 10-15%. On March 27th, industry leaders, implement manufacturers, farmers, and futurists gathered at the University of Arizona Maricopa's research facility for an introduction to the DOT Autonomous Platform. We spoke with Rob Sake, CEO of Dot Ready Retail, about the latest advancements Dot had made and the announcement of its newest partner, New Leader, a manufacturer of broadcast spreaders. We're uh, highlighting today is uh, Dot. Dot is an autonomous robotic platform. It's in a it's in a U shape, and so Dot is capable of being flexible and coupling with a variety of different implements. What we see going on right now is DOT is coupled to a Patterson Connect sprayer. This is a 120-foot, 1,600-gallon state-of-the-art sprayer uh, that is operating 100% autonomously. So DOT is the robotic platform. Uh, she's got uh, four independent hydraulically driven hydrostatic wheels. She's got a 175-horsepower uh, Tier 4 Cummins engine. She's got two hearts that pump that provide hydraulics for her and the accessories. Uh, she is capable of going uh, in any direction. Uh, there's two directions, uh, this way and laterally, so she can move in two directions. And um, she's been invented in Canada, and now we're very excited to announce that uh, DOT uh, is uh, bringing new DOT-ready partners to the to the to the table. We already have a Seedmaster 30-foot uh, air drill with 300 bushel air tank capacity that uh, we think is really really good for uh, seeding our broad acre crops and may really have an impact on uh, cover crops for those of you no tillers out there. We've got the dot connect sprayer. Uh, we've got a dot grain cart. Uh, cannot uh, operate autonomously and today we're very proud to be able to announce that New Leader is building a dot ready um, 
uh, state-of-the-art variable rate precision spin spreader for fertilizer. So this new leader product will add to DOT's implements and uh, this spreader we're very excited about because it just enhances the things that a farmer could do autonomously in a field. You can seed autonomously, you can spray autonomously, and now you can spread fertilizer autonomously and you can pick up your grain autonomously. So it's just the beginning of what we're going to end up doing with this DOT autonomous robotic platform system. The event showcased some of the technology partners involved in creating the DOT autonomous platform, including Cummins and Raven Technologies. During the event, other suppliers and implement manufacturers experienced DOT in autonomous farming firsthand and considered what the possibilities might be in autonomous farming as a DOT-ready implement. DOT, launched in 2017, is the visionary product of Norbert Bougeau, founder of Seedmaster and president of DOT Technology. The patent DOT autonomous platform is an early entrant in the field of autonomous farming and arguably the first with retail units available, with units already sold in Canada. Increased revenues from its farm industrial machinery division, along with a reduction in its income tax expense for the year, helped fortify Kubota's 2018 earnings. For full year 2018, Kubota Corp's consolidated revenue increased by $898.6 million, up 5.7% from the prior year to $16.7 billion. Domestic revenue increased by $122.2 million, an increase of 2.4% from 2017 to $5.2 billion. At the same time, overseas revenue grew by 6.7% to $11 billion. According to Kubota, in North America, sales of tractors increased due to continuous expansion of demand. Revenue from the farm and industrial machinery segment increased by 6.3% from the prior year to $13.8 billion and accounted for 82.6% of consolidated revenue. Domestic revenue in the segment grew 4.9% from the prior year to $2.8 billion due to increased sales of farm equipment, agriculture-related products, engines, and construction machinery. Segment sales overseas improved 6.7% versus 2017, with North American tractor sales increasing due to continuous expansion of demand, the company said. Kubota also said income tax expenses decreased by $217 million from the prior year's $442 million, in large part due to the federal corporate tax rate cut in the U.S., the company said. Shortline manufacturer Artsway reported its first quarter financial results on April 8th. For the quarter ending February 28th, sales were $4.1 million compared to $5.4 million for the same quarter in 2018. That's a drop of 23.1%. According to Artsway's managers, the decrease in revenue is due to decreased demand across the grinder, manure spreader, and OEM blower product lines and the liquidation of the company's Canadian subsidiary from its agriculture product segment. Some of the declining demand was also due to the economic factors such as commodity prices and price increases resulting from increased material costs, mainly steel. Also, in 2018, Artsway sold off aged manure spreader inventory at decreased margins, which led to lower sales of, man of manure spreaders in 2019. And now from the Implement and Tractor Archives. In the late 1970s, Caterpillar had been selling a limited number of special application crawlers to farmers. The high-horsepower articulated four-wheel drive tractors were eating into demand for those crawlers, so Caterpillar executives decided to develop their own four-wheel drive agricultural machine. But with the wheel tractor virtually ready for production, executives canceled it in favor of a belted tractor after evaluating its potential, much to the surprise of many engineers who had been working on the wheeled tractor. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.